Here's more AZ Preps Live with Kevin McCabe. Presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports. The local sports leader. It's AZ Preps Live every Saturday from 9 to 11. We do it with the Dean, Kevin McCabe, usually driving the show. Today, it's me, Zach Larson, in. We've got a busy second hour filled with more champions. At 10-15, Highland Boys basketball head coach Todd Fazio joins us after a thrilling double overtime win over Brophy to secure a 6A title. Hawks winning the 6A football title back in December. Maybe we'll have a baseball title Get the three games or three teams sweep there. Coach Fazio joins us in 15 minutes. After that conversation, we talked to Valley Vista interim head coach Brooke Hinkins, who took over for Rachel Matekis after a health situation took her out of the job. Hinkins led the monsoon to a fourth consecutive title, which is now the longest active streak for all basketball teams in girls basketball. Coach Hinkins will join the show at 1030. But now we talk to the champion of the sports broadcasting world, the dean of Arizona high school sports. You know him and you love him. Kevin McCabe joins us now currently on vacation. He couldn't leave the show completely. So we're giving him some time to share his thoughts on a wild championship Saturday. Kev, thanks for joining us. Set the scene for the audience. Where are you right now? What are you up to? Oh, Zach, I've actually been listening on the Arizona Sports app, so that baby works for all our technical (laughs) people, Uh, and it's great. I love that you've taken over the show. I feel like uh, I feel like you've you're Lou Gehrig, man. You've stepped in for Wally Pip, and I may never return. Uh, I'm sitting on the balcony, overlooking the beautiful uh, ocean. You know, I'm not quite like uh, Gamble. I don't go to Lake Como or, you know, I don't go watch the Northern Lights. I, I just do the little family venture down to Mexico. But it's all good, my man. A, a, a great break. Um, and I appreciate you stepping in, taking the reins, and, and celebrating all these great champions. I love the interview with Dave Williams. What a great story he is. And, 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 and again, Perry High School, what they have become and what that basketball. Just great. Great listening to you. And I love your, I love your passion. I love that you, all you've done stepping in, helping me out on the weekends and taking the reins here while I get a little bit of a break. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Let's just dive right into this, though. You mentioned Perry and Desa Vista, the number one teams in the state in open brackets. They dominated each team they faced first with DV. How impressed were you by the Thunder's dominant performance against a Millennium team? Team that had championship experience and were trying to make it a fifth straight title. Well, and you mentioned it with, with Dave. They, they were also playing so emotionally charged. And I don't know if they just flat out ran out of gas because of that, because the emotions just drained them, losing one of their one of their students there on campus, and a, a guy who was close to the you know the girls' basketball team, and um, it, you know great effort. They came out and played great defense, but you're talking about a, a juggernaut in what that Desert Vista team is, and and you can't miss, you can't uh, you can't take a playoff, and, and they made them pay. I mean, it's, we talked about Jersey Robinson and, and the unicorn that she is and has become. And and arguably, and I and I, I threw it out there, maybe the the best I'll have ever seen. If she remains in high school, I mean, I, ba- I based on what they do in their high school experience, but what she did as a freshman, if she can continue that for four years, she'll take the title belt from a Nicole Powell or maybe a Kayla Peterson, and uh, just a special talent. But she's also surrounded. I mean, she's like the Jackson Five. She, I mean, they, they've got they've got great talent around her. Shea Oje uh, and also uh, E. Uh, uh, Demons. They are they're brilliant talents, and the fact that they all play unselfish is really uh, it was really it's fun to watch. Uh, it's unfortunate, Zach. I guess that you know the open division was everything I wanted. The playoffs were everything we needed. Great close games, and uh, it's unfortunate that the championships 
feature two such dynamic teams in Desert Vista and Perry that maybe the championship games weren't the payoff that we wanted, but still great glory. It's great watching greatness in basketball. We saw that with Desert Vista. And you mentioned greatness, the unicorn jersey, Robinson, stealing the stage again. Yeah, You're making the argument that if she continues it up, she might be the best of all time. But let me just ask this. After a 22-point and 8-rebound per average per season on this season, shooting 60% or 62% of her shots and making them 50% of three-pointers. Is this the best season by a freshman you've seen in the many years of covering high school athletics? Yeah, oh, oh, without a doubt. And the way she does it, too. I mean, she yeah, she's unselfish. I watched her in a couple of games this year where, you know, she finished with 38 and she could have had 58. She was, you know, was unselfish, was willing to pass, willing to dish. And here was on the biggest stage, as you mentioned with Dave Williams, uh, Zach, you know, they had a target on their back. You get everybody's best. And she got double team, double team, maybe even triple team sometimes in the postseason, and she still delivered. So, uh, you know, and I we had her in studio. What a special talent, young lady as well. She, you know, likens her game to LeBron, who's just, you know, wants, has that, has that passion to win and be the best every time she steps on the floor. And I, I love players like that because you see players with unbelievable talent. They step on the floor and they go, okay, I just I, I can go through them. No, she is trying to be the best player on the floor every time she takes the floor. And the only people that I've seen do that in, in recent years are LeBron and Kobe and, and a guy named MJ. But that's what she – again, you see, you see greatness. You see somebody playing a game – and a vision and a focus at a different level, and that's what we're seeing with her. Just a, just a freshman, I know, it, it, it blows me away. Well, comparing to LeBron and MJ, that is definitely high praise from the Dean. Kevin McCabe joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. Okay, over on the boys' side, Perry, again, a second consecutive title with a win over Sunny Slope. Sam Dwayne now with six total titles to his name, four with Corona Del Sol. We spoke to Coach Dwayne earlier. Are you shocked at all that he has been able to replicate the success that his father had with two programs as well as Sammy Dwayne Sr. did? And Perry is now likely going to just continue to be that dynasty, that team that everybody wants to beat but just can't do it? Well, I think it goes hand in hand with with having great players, but also being able to manage and coach them. And you you said his dad, who's a legend. See, it's not a fair fight, too. He has his dad to help break down film for him, too. So, um, and I love Sam's senior, wonderful man, and his wife. And young Sammy, uh, it's been fun watching him grow up. You know, when he was at when he took over the reins at Corona, you know, he had brilliant talent, Marvin Bagley and uh, 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 Casey Benson and and Dane Kuyper and, and the Pete boys. And so you ever thought, okay, wow, he just, you know, he, he just rolls the basketball out there. Well, it takes a lot more, and he's proven that now. Again, he's got great talent out there, but he brings the best out in those kids and Cody Williams and Koa Pete. And he's also got Kevin Hartwig as his right-hand man, and Kevin Hartwig is a great defensive coach. And when those kids, that's the thing, Zach, you know, they all play the AAU ball, and it's me, 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 and run the, run the floor, give me the ball, give me the and I'm not passing back. When they can buy into playing defense and playing unselfish, and that's what Sammy does. Uh, they play they play defense, and then they're unselfish. You saw Cody Williams in the championship game. He, you know, he wasn't he, the, the star player that the senior because you know he, he didn't have to be. And he saw that Cole was was stepping up and had his game going and was willing to make that happen. Now he still got his, but I love that the guys can do that. And uh, and you saw that too with with Jersey Robinson. I you know when I say I compare her to LeBron, I guess it's just that vision, that understanding of the game. Those players, you know, it doesn't have the talent of LeBron, but but 
they see the game and they see that what what is going to make the game what the, what's going to make everybody around them better and you see that with these with with Sammy Dwayne's teams you see it with a lot of these great coaches now in Arizona but you you certainly saw when you have talent like Cody Williams and Koa Pete yeah, the the hunger to win, I think, is the big thing, too. And you mentioned Cody yep, yep, and Koa. Yep. I mean, these two, they were the dynamic duo. They were pretty much the Kobe and Shaq of this high school basketball season. I mean, just your overall thoughts on this combination. How much do you think Koa is going to miss Cody, though, once he moves on after after winning this title this season? That's a great question, Zach. You know, it's funny. As I thought about it, I was going to say not at all. Um, but you listen, you come on, you miss a great talent like that, a division one superstar talent that'll likely play a brief period at Colorado and then go to the NBA, uh, like his brother. And I saw his brother play too. And I, I just saw something special, unique talent, same kind of thing. And, um, it's, it's going to be exciting to watch him go. And so he'll miss him. Yes, he'll miss him. But Koa Pete, similarly in my mind, and again, this is, you've seen the game change so much in the last 40 years where these kids come in better prepared. They played club, they played a, they travel ball and all that. So they come in as freshmen a lot better, but I, he could conceivably be the best that I've ever seen in all the four years. If he stays in high school, Mike Bibby has that title belt in my book, Marvin Bagley would have, but he left after a year and went to the prep schools. You know, he had his asterisk, Sean Elliott, Jared Bayless, Richard Jefferson, but a lot of those guys, developed and grew in high school basketball. These kids are coming in as freshmen. You know, Nico Mannion made a great case, stayed, you know, played three years of high school ball, but, you know, won two state championships in three years. It's pretty special. So they're coming in better prepared. They know the game. They know, and there's great coaching. Zach, you have all these coaches on your show, and I love that. I love that you, you know, that you set them up because they, they're coaching the game the right way teaching fundamentals, defense, unselfishness. And that's what you see. In, you know, and, and college coaches want that too. You know, the NBA actually wants that too. <laughs> it's just tough when you've got four or five superstars. But they had two on this team. And to answer your question, uh, Coe is going to miss him. But Coe is going to, you know, he's going to step up. And, and now it's his team. If it wasn't already, it's now definitely his team. Yep, he and Jersey Robinson both going to graduate in back-to-back years. I'm sure we'll definitely have those debates of if they're the best of all time <laughs> in a couple of years. Okay, really quickly before we send yep. you off, the dean of high school athletics, Kevin McCabe. The other six to eight games were thrillers, two games decided by two points. Both or all four teams in these games, these six A games, they were in the open division, and it was great to see that even though they got knocked down in the first couple rounds, they were still able to compete for a title game. Overall, in this inaugural year of the Open Division, how do you think it went for the Arizona basketball scene, and do you think there's any improvements that need to be made right after year one? Oh, yeah, but it was great, it, and it still is, and congratulations to those coaches. And I'm really interested in listening to Brooke Hinkins' uh, conversation. I, I saw that there's an opening at Valley Vista, but I, well, I just you know, hand the torch to her. Um, and, and, and Coach Rachel Matek is a wonderful champion, wonderful lady, and I would send my best to her. She's just a, uh, you know, she's one of the lords of the rings, and Todd Fazio, you know, gets a, a throw in. It was perfect. You know, it was great. I loved every bit of it. Now, there's some tweaking and everybody, there's some complaining. There's some Karens in high school basketball. Why aren't we playing semifinals? In the, listen, there's going to be some changes going on. But it, it, for all intents and purposes, this thing was exactly what it was supposed to be. Um, it was great. It was great theater. 
And I know you're going to talk to Todd Fozzie. That provided some of the greatest, you know, that's, that's ESPN Sports Center stuff. When a kid, uh, Winnegar, throws the ball up and you go, what are you doing? That's a great shot. You just won the game. Yeah. That's what you play. The buzzer beaters. Great games. Great close games. Every game. Uh, that's what you want. And uh, congratulations to the AIA and uh, the high school coach, basketball coaches association for putting it together. It was great. And you know that. It was great theater. I love every minute of it. It was it was a very fun postseason and definitely excited for next year. Kevin, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate you giving me a chance to run the show. Enjoy your vacation. Again, we'll see you back here next week. You got it. Thank you, Zach. Give my love to all those coaches and, and my main man, my main man, the T Hizzle. Make sure he's he's setting you up with some good tunes there at the end of the show, all right? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's he's gonna have a great <laughs> song of the day choice. So thank you again, Kevin. <laughs> Matt, uh, Kevin McCabe, the Dean of High School Sports, joining AC Preps Live as the guest here on the Arizona Sports Line. Again, great stuff from Kevin. And again, this postseason was a great one, a one for the ages, so one we'll definitely remember in years to come. Next up, Kevin mentioned it. A championship won on a three-point shot in double overtime gave Highland their first-ever boys basketball title. We'll talk to head coach Todd Fazio next. It's AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. AZ Preps Live. Presented by Brooklyn Betting. Here's more with Kevin McKay. It's 10-18 on this Saturday, a week after a four-game set of terrific championship games. I'm Zach Larson, in for the Dean, Kevin McCabe. The best of the four games being the boys' 6A title game between Brophy and Highland, a game that went to double overtime and was won by the Hawks 63-61. to We dive into that thrilling finish of that game with head coach Todd Fazio of Highland, who joins us now on the Arizona Sports Line. Coach, thanks for hopping on with us one week after a championship win. How has it been for you so far? Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of excitement in our community and at our school, obviously. Yeah, and the first boys basketball title in Highland School history. A truly incredible game for those that traveled in attendance. We have to talk about the shot heard around the Coliseum. 61-60, to 60, you're down to Brophy. What was the game plan heading into your final offensive possession? Yeah, we wanted to uh, put the ball in, in Noah Peterson and, and Brock Noel Miller's hands. They, they had had a lot of success going to the basket. We wanted really to get something going to the basket, uh, pressure on on uh, on the officials to make a call or uh, to go up. And we, you know, we, those two had scored quite a bit in the paint. So we wanted to wanted to get in those guys' hands. Um, they did a really good job of of denying Noah, um, and uh, Noah wasn't able to get it. Brock made a good. Backdoor cut, got the ball to him, and they overhelped. He, they had three or four guys waiting for him, and uh, trusted Hayden and, and made a really good made a good jump stop, so he didn't pick up a charge and made a good pass to Hayden. And Hayden didn't hesitate, man. And and Hayden's made um, some big shots for us all season. And uh, you know he had been scrambling a little bit that game, wasn't shooting the ball great that game, but um, that did not deter him from from uh, put there. It took a lot of courage to take that shot, and we're glad he did. Yep, Hayden Winnegar, again, the senior, who in this game had only shot one for seven from the field, one for six from three-point range. That trust that you had to have him put up the final shot, as you watched that ball in the air, what was going on through your head? Was there any doubt or was there complete trust in, in Hayden to make that shot? Well, as it is in the air, you know, you think of every circumstance. If he misses it, we've got a, we've got a foul. 
Um, you know, if they get the rebound, um, you know, it, it, a lot of, uh, it seemed like it, it was in slow motion. It seemed like it took two minutes to get to the basket, but um, we, we have a lot of trust in Hayden and, and uh, um, we were, we were glad that I, I'm so glad he had that moment um, just because of the type of kid he has. Uh, he is. And, and uh, uh, we had a lot of trust in him, but we we're ready for every situation. And if you made it, if you missed it, um, we had to be ready for everything. Hayden makes that three. Brophy inbounds and had a decent look at a three. But once that ball hit yeah. off the rim, how would you describe that exact moment as your team and all the fans in it, in or in the crowd just exploded with that emotion and that happiness as now you were just the 6A title champions? Yeah, it's it's uh, obviously a great feeling. Um, uh, the thing with, with this group of guys, um, you know, we have six seniors. Um, they're, they're all guys that have played together. They're from our community. They've played together, um, for a long, long time. Um, and to see them celebrate, especially, and, and they've worked their tails off, not just in the season, but since last, last April and summer and the fall, um, these guys have been going pretty much every day and to see it all, all come to that moment was, was a pretty, pretty special moment. Head coach Todd Fazio of the Highland Hawks boys basketball program joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. You mentioned the seniors. You had Hayden, Noah, Brock, also Isaac and Ryan. They were a part of the senior group and just that long road. I mean, just for you, though, too, to win this title after years of coaching and to have these guys a part of the program, just to give back to the people that have invested time into the program. How big was that for you? Yeah, it, it's it, it was it's cool. Obviously, we Highland's a pretty special place. We have everybody at the school pulling on the same side of the rope. Um, it starts with our principal Brian Yee and, and our athletic director Brandon Larson, who's um, created a culture at our school where um, there's a ton of support. Everyone supports each other, other coaches, teachers, uh, school staff. Um, it's a pretty cool place. Other students, other other athletes. Um, where uh, you have to have a lot of people um, doing a lot of things for, for something like this to happen. Um, there's a lot of resources uh, for me as a coach that, that I know a lot of coaches don't have um, for us to, to have success. And that is not lost on me. Um, I understand what I have here. It's a, it's a special place to coach and um, to, to have something like this happen uh, for, for the whole school. This isn't just a Highland basketball thing. This is a Highland high school deal. And um, to have everyone be a part of it, is, it was really, really cool. Big for the school first basketball title following your football team at Highland picking up the 6A title. On the other side of the coin, obviously you guys have a great program, but you faced against a Brophy team and one of the brilliant minds in the game, head coach Matt Hooten. How much respect do you have for the Broncos and the effort they put up in that title game, forcing you to go into two overtimes? Yeah, a ton of respect. And Matt, Matt Hooten and I are, are good friends and I've known Matt for a long time and, um, that is a very good program. Uh, obviously, he's an unbelievable coach. Um, they have a ton of talent over there. I, I was really, it's the first time I've seen, I've watched a lot of Brophy on film. First time I've seen Braden Speed um, in person. Um, uh, I, was, I was blown away with how that kid competes. Um, how he looks fast on film, but you don't realize how fast he is with the ball until you see him in person. And um, we had a really hard time um, keeping him out of the lane. And, you know, he had got several um, 
shot it at the close to the basket. We put him on the line. Uh, he, you know, he's, we left him for a second on the first possession. He makes a three. Um, I was obviously their whole all their players are, are tough, but I was really really um, impressed with that kid. That kid's going to be a load next year as a senior. Um, I, I just. I was really, I came away really impressed with that kid. Yeah, a terrific team in Brophy. But for you guys, obviously a four seed in that open division, you're knocked out in the second round, had a difficult time after that game, but had to bounce back and compete in this 6A bracket to turn it around, win out the 6A bracket and immortalize your team in the history of the school. Do you think you're ever going to have a coaching moment that ever lives up to this? It's going to be tough. You know, I, I, I remember when you know, we watched uh, or we won uh, in 2007 when I was a Desert Mountain State Championship. I remember I was like, there's not going to be another group of, of kids and families like like this. Uh, that was that was just a, a unique, special group. Um, so I never thought it would happen after that one. And then to have uh, this group where it's the exact same, man, like they are uh, a tight knit. Uh, the families are close. Um, it was just a, they, they could play. That's the big part of it is that they're really good players. Uh, but to have all that come together is really, is, is really neat. It's going to be hard obviously to, to duplicate, but um, the the thing about our school is we're in a tight knit community. And so we have a lot of, uh, a lot of kids that, that um, you know, in our youth program that play together that are, that want to get to that point. And um, we have a unique community, I feel. And, and uh, it'll be hard to match what we did this year, uh, but we're hopeful. We're hopeful. For sure. Well, one final question for you on to spring break with that tight knit community. Do you guys have any fun plans, any extra celebration you'll be, you'll be partaking uh, in the next couple weeks? Uh, no, we uh, were, uh, the kids are sick of me. <laughs> They're tied the long season. Uh, I think they, they need a little break from coach Fazio. I would love to be with them for the two weeks, but I'm going to give them a little break. No, I think everyone's going to decompress a little bit over these next two weeks and it'll, it'll be a really good time, uh, for those guys to spend time with their family and kind of reflect on, on what we accomplished and, um, I think uh, I think they need a break from me. I'm going to give them a little break. Well, well, well earned relaxation for sure after a long season. Again, a season to remember for the Highland Hawks, the first ever boys basketball title in school history. It was earned by you and your team. Congrats on the win, Coach. Enjoy the rain, and hopefully, we're just seeing the start of your Highland dominance in athletics continuing to grow. Thanks for your time again, Coach. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Coach Todd Fazio, boys basketball coach for the Highland Hawks, a 63-61 to double OT win for the championship on a late three-point shot by Hayden Winnegar. The script doesn't get any better than that. And now Highland with a football and basketball title in the same season. All right, coming up, Valley Vista, six titles in the last seven years. Usually it's Rachel Matekis coaching the monsoon. This postseason, it was Brooklyn Hicking, Hinking. Hinkins. There we go. She joins the show next. You're listening to AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. AZ Preps Live, presented by Brooklyn Betting, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Here's more with Kevin McCabe. We have reached the 1030 mark on this Saturday morning. It's AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports, the JV edition. Today, I'm Zach Larson in for Kevin McCabe. We are celebrating the champions of last Saturday on today's show. Our final guest today actually started the season as an assistant coach and took over as the head coach prior to the postseason. Brooke Hinkins joins us now. Coach, one week since that title win, how has it been for you and the girls? Um, it's been amazing. You know, the kids have really embraced 
you know, winning four state titles in a row. Um, it's been a great environment on campus. Uh, we got a ton of support from the students and the staff. Um, we had an assembly yesterday, forgot to show off the hardware. Um, and the environment's just been awesome in the community over here in Surprise. Uh, Valley Vista Girls Basketball is, has been, you know, one of those programs that have done well, um, especially the last seven years. But um, to kind of wrap up this season with, you know, the adversity that we had hit uh, midseason, the kids, um, they've just totally embraced it. They're so happy. They're excited. Um, kind of everything that they put into it came to fruition. So I'm just super proud of them. Happy for the happy for the program and the school. And a program that continues to win. I got to ask the Lord of the Rings coach, Matekas, stepping down earlier this season due to a health situation. How is she doing? Is is she feeling all right? Can we get an update on her? Yeah, no, Matekas is slowly um, getting better. Um, you know, she's had frequent doctor visits. Um, and with her taking the last, I would say, two months off to kind of focus on her health um, has helped her um, drastically. Um, she's killing it in the classroom. She's obviously still teaching, but just being able to focus on herself for a little bit. Um, you know, she's one of those people that everyone knows. She's committed and devoted her life to Valley Vista. Um, she's been there 19 years. So for her to kind of end this chapter of her coaching at Valley on top um, was a big, big thing for us. Um, and as a program going into the playoffs, you know, we didn't want to just do it for us, but we wanted to do it for coach and we wanted to do it for the school. So she's doing good. She's doing better. I know she misses it, um, but it's just something that unfortunately um, it was either life or death. And I think we all wanted her to live. So yes. as a program, um, it's one of those things that we um, kind of just had to deal with and be okay with. But the kids came together. You know, they, I thought, and a lot of people outside of our program thought that maybe we were going to, um, you know, not be able to compete, not be able to focus without, you know, our leader there. But I've been fortunate enough to be at Valley for two seasons to understand the program and the system that we have in place. And I was confident in myself that, you know, I, I will finish the season as strong as possible for these kids and step up where I need to. Um, and so with coach though, she's doing good. She's doing better. Um, and that's all that we care about, you know, is her health right now. So. Absolutely. Good to hear about coach Matekis, coach Brooke Hinkins. Yeah. Uh, joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. So here you are. You step in for one of the best coaches in the high school basketball world. Your former players spent time at Callis Bakersfield, and you know the game. The postseason begins. You're a 17th seed in the open. You take down Sunrise Mountain, but then fall to Desert Vista, losing in that big bracket. Was there any doubt in yourself after that game, right as you're getting ready to go into that 6A bracket, or were you confident that you could turn it around and put up a strong fight in that 6A bracket? Well, I think initially, you know, right after losing to Desert Vista, um, it was hard for the kids. It was hard for us to wrap our head around. But, you know, I appreciate the AIA and the open division that they created because it gave us an opportunity to still go in state in the 6A. And so, you know, having that um, hard talk with the kids after that Desert Vista game and kind of being able to refocus on, you know, what is our common goal? What, what, what did we... Why did we commit, you know, all of our spring, our summer, um, and our fall for, you know, obviously it's to win open, but 
you know, that's out of our reach right now. That's, that can't happen. So what's the next step? What do we want to do? And my captains did a really good job at keeping the team together and, uh, you know, just keeping the focus on, you know, we still want to win a ring. We still want to win a state championship. Um, so it was tough. I'm not going to lie. Like no competitive program takes losses easy. Um, I'm a competitive person myself. I'm super passionate and it spreads to the kids. So they were down a little bit, but we revisited uh, the next day at practice. You know, what are our goals? You know, and the goals that we had wrote down at the beginning of season and did those goals change? Um, all the kids said, no, we, we still have the same goal as to win a state championship. And, you know, I just promised them that I would give every ounce of me that I have. I would do everything I can to keep us together to prepare us for um, the 6A games uh, going in against Westwood to start off. And, you know, after we got that win, um, they kind of came back to feeling, okay, we got this, we got this, you know. And so just keeping that um, the main focus on winning a state championship for the last month was something that I had to do uh, for the kids. But uh, they did a phenomenal job. You know, after that Desert Vista game when we lost, it was almost like, something switched, you know, their commitment um, was through the roof. Like kids were showing up to practice every day. They're showing up early. They're getting extra shots in They're They were watching more film than I'd ever expected them to watch. And so just to see that from the kids um, just pushed me to want to be a better coach for them in that last stretch. Yeah, and your girls and you just bounced back in that 6A bracket. You made it all the way to the title game, faced a Dobson team with the Mustangs who put up a heck of a fight, really showed up defensively all postseason long. How difficult of a challenge was it to take on that team that was so hungry for a title? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Dobson came out and did a phenomenal job, one. Uh, They scouted us really well. Uh, Their defensive pressure rattled us you know, a little bit. And, you know, we have practice and we have tried to prepare for that. Um, But, you know, when the ball gets thrown in the air and you're ready to play, if, you know, you kind of go back to your old ways that you're comfortable in. And so I thought that our girls, Belly, did a pretty good job at, you know, just handling it and keeping in close and then doing what they needed to do to pull out the win. Um, Dobson did a great job packing the paint, taking away our drives, taking away our driving kicks, taking away our post presence a little bit. Um, but our second half, I think our kids came out of that locker room at halftime, fired up, ready to go. And they just had it in their mind that we are not losing this game, whatever it takes. We don't care if we win by one point, two points, 20 points. We're not leaving here without a win. And I love that mentality because in that setting, and I, told him, I said, state championship game, there's not going to be a lot of me coaching. You know, you're not going to hear me yelling from the sideline. So you got to trust each other. you got to talk to each other. you got to work with one another when you're on the floor. Um, but the kids, you know, they just, they battled through it. They battled through the adversity during that game. Um, I thought there were a couple of missed calls both ways um, that could have kind of determined uh, the physicality of the game. But my kids persevered. You know, they they just did a phenomenal job, and I'm just so happy that we were able to pull out that win. Brooke Hinkins, the head coach of Valley Vista Girls Basketball. Again, in this game, it was tied 46 apiece. Dobson at the free throw line, they miss the free throw. Olivia gets the rebound and takes it coast to coast, makes the basket. Your girls step up on defense, and once you inbound the ball, 
and have possession, that buzzer goes off. I mean, just that moment, in that moment, take me through it. How big was that for you as the head coach of this team? It was big. I mean, you know, the game was obviously too close for comfort the entire time uh, for me. But, you know, the kids understood the assignment. You know, um, when they get the rebound and when Olivia actually got the rebound and transitioned down the floor full speed, that was something that we had talked about in our scouting report. You know, Dobson may not transition defend very well, so we got to take advantage of that. You know, and I thought she made a good read. There was no help side. So when she attacked the basket, in my heart, I knew it was going in. I absolutely knew it was going in. I thought it was the correct and the right read. Um, that's somebody that I want the ball in their hands at the end of the game in those situations, especially with two of my starters who had fouled out. Um, so I thought Olivia did a phenomenal job. Um, thank God, you know, that they missed the free throw. Um, but to be in that situation and to have somebody that's the most experienced in those situations on the floor to kind of seal the deal um, and make that layup at the end, I thought it was all um, for a reason. You know, that happened, that possession, that play happened for a reason. And I'm so proud of the, Olivia you know, her IQ and just her responsibilities this year as a captain, as a starting point guard, you know, just getting her to understand that role and, you know, for her to maintain that savviness that she has on the court, off the court, um, and to be committed to the program. I mean, she has known the take us for so long. So for her leader, you know, to have to step down, um, I know that was hard for her, but she just, she came every day with that attitude of we're going to win and I'm going to show you how we're going to win, you know, and I love that because it got to show my freshmen who maybe don't have a ton of experience in playoff season because they're young, phenomenal basketball players. But in those situations, it, you got to be able to read and react and adjust. And I thought, you know, Olivia, Jocelyn, Emma, they did a phenomenal job just being able to adjust to the game and find their ways and, to get their baskets because, you know, they had Dobson had their best players on my best players. So they had to understand how am I going to get open without the ball? How am I going to still be effective for my team? And we always preach defense. You're, you can never have a bad defensive night. So defense, I believe, is what kept us in that game. But um, our shot selections in the second half were way better than the first half. <laughs> um, so I, I commend these kids. They listen. They do well. Yep. Well, again, 48-46, to 46, the monsoon, your monsoon win, and now champions in six of the last seven years. I'm sure Coach Matekis is proud of you taking that step up into her shoes and coaching to the level that she has over the past decade. Uh, the celebration for you really quickly, I mean, what did you do that night? Did you hang out with the team? Did you hang with family? Just chill out the rest of the night? How was everything for you after that game on Saturday? After that game, um, I... Got to celebrate with the kids a little bit, with their family and friends. Um, and then I actually stayed and watched the Desert Vista game against Millennium. Um, you know, so that was a good game. And then we haven't celebrated yet, so we'll have our banquet um, after spring break. All right, all right. But, you know, we've had a couple of award ceremonies, and the kids just love it. You know, they're <laughs> eating it all up. Um, but myself, no, I went home after the Desert Vista game. I watched the John Jones UFC fight, um, got to celebrate that win. And so it was just an overall good, good, good feeling, good day. And then going to school this last week, you know, it was really cool just, 
you know, the students were super proud. The staff was proud. Matekis, obviously, super happy for the kids. Um, and it's, it was just one of those feelings, like, it's indescribable for me. Um, I came to Valley for a reason. You know, they have a championship culture. Um, most of these kids want to play at the college collegiate level like I did. Um, and so I love to be around kids that, you know, are committed, are doing it for a purpose. And, you know, I just plan to continue to keep this championship culture going. Um, I love what Matagas has done for Valley Vista, and I, I would love to continue it on. Um, since we have such a young group coming in, um, I'm really excited for the future of Valley Vista. Well, the future is definitely bright. And after what you did for this Valley Vista team, I have no doubt that you have made yourself as one of the top young coaches in the game. I'm excited to see how this amazing start grows into something more. Coach, thank you so much for taking time out of your weekend. Congrats on winning that title and good luck the rest of the way. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. It's almost a dream come true for me, Um, but I'm looking forward to coaching an entire season. Uh, and seeing what I can do with, you know, six months of uh, a program under my name. So we'll see. But thank you so much, Zach. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Coach Brooke Hinkins, state champion head coach for the first time for Valley Vista, the monsoon, filling in for Rachel Matekis late in the season. Again, this head coaching position, I don't think it's completely vacant, but... I would not try to deny Hinkins that job because she has definitely proved it is in good hands if she takes over for the future. We're just about done with today's show, but we still have our song and word of the day. Trev Henry and I will educate all of you trying to stay hip with the kids. It's AZ Preps Live on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. My mama calls, see you on TV, sunset don't change ever since we was on. I dreamed it all ever since I was young. They said I won't be nothing. Now they always say congratulations. Welcome back to Easy Preps Live. We got some Post Malone bumping in today for our song of the day. Good old song, Trev. For anybody that might not know this song, what are we listening to? That was never friendly, yeah. Now I'm jumping out of band, yeah. And I know it's not dramatic, yeah. But I know I had to have it, yeah. For the money, I'm a savage, yeah. I'm using like I had it, yeah. I think we're having some technical difficulties. Otherwise, yeah, so the name of this song, the name of the song is called Congratulations. So, um, this just to give a shout out to our parade of champions today, yep. giving them congratulations on their state titles. Always a good song, and that leads me into my word of the day, which is banger. Our word of the day. This song is a banger, Trev. Would you agree? Most definitely was a banger. <laughs> it was it was a banger in its prime. Well, that's gonna put a bow on today's show. Again, plenty of things to our amazing guests today. Again, like Trev said, today was our Parade of Champions for the 6A Conference and Open Division. We had Perry Puma's head basketball coach for the boys, Sam Dwayne, winning a second consecutive title for the school, his sixth as a head coach in the Arizona high school basketball scene. Desert Vista girls basketball head coach Dave Williams securing the first girls basketball title for the Thunder since 2014. Williams took over the girls program in 2020, six years after leaving the boys program. Now he has a title to his name. Highland boys coach Todd Fazio and had his Hawks squeeze out a 63 to 61 double OT win over Brophy. The first boys basketball title for Highland. Don't sleep on the athletics out in Gilbert. 
this this school is definitely picking it up with a football and basketball title in the previous seasons. Valley Vista head coach Brooklyn Hinkins or Brooke Hinkins stepped in for the Lord of the Rings. Rachel Matakis held the standard for the monsoon and led Valley Vista to their sixth title in seven years with a 48 to 46 squeaker over Dobson. All four coaches, again, just tremendous seasons were atop their conferences for most of the year. And Perry and Desert Vista, your first ever open division champions. It's great to see, again, young talent on those teams. And we saw with Highland, you had a bunch of seniors there sending off with the championship win. And Valley Vista, again, I don't know if Matakis is ever going to step back onto the court. And I don't know if Hinkins will be the next head coach for the monsoon. But if she is the head coach, after hearing her conversation or talking to her and having our conversation, I have no doubt that the future is bright for the monsoon. So excited to see where her coaching career goes after a couple of years being the assistant of Valley Vista. If she is the head coach, I have no doubt we're still going to be talking about the monsoon being atop the 6A conference. A special thanks, though, to Kevin McCabe as well, who joined us via the phone and was, I believe, I think he's in Mexico. He was enjoying some margaritas out by the ocean, enjoying life. I appreciate him giving me the chance to talk on the show, host today's show, talk to some of the great coaches. But of course, we have the great producer, Trev Henry, behind the glass. This man comes in every Saturday at the break of dawn, produces three shows. Trev, you kill it every week, and you killed it again today. You made this show sound good, as always, so thank you for all your hard work. That's it for AZ Preps Live. I'm Zach Larson. Don't go away, though, because Steve Zinsmeister and I are talking professional collegiate sports next on Arizona Sports.